0: Alright, when I tell you I'm about to fall asleep, plus I have to wake up early, it is what it is, but, um, and I had an amazing meeting tonight, I'll probably share some of the deets in the next couple of days or so, but I, I, you know, kind of just stay in my head and just process, like, why some things trigger, committed to just triggering up, and in between that, um, so many exciting things to think about behind the scenes but it's kind of like sometimes um if i just allow myself to just be like lucid and clear my mind especially before i fall asleep it's like it will just make sense so i've been talking a little bit about how like i'm not with the shits when it comes to like bashing black women i've talked about how or when black women bash black women and I think what I fleshed out is kind of like, I've done the pro religion. I told you, like, we grew up quote unquote orthodox, meaning like you feel like no other religion is better than yours. So I'm, I mean, we used to treat people like shit because it's like, and I already mentioned this, I have an uncle who's a pastor. So it's kind of low key funny. Like, every person he talks to, it's so condescending. Like, you know, you're just whatever, right? But it, it's something that permeates in the religion. And okay, so I'm like, okay, let me get out of that, right? But this this could be my personality. Like, I'll get into a movement. And then once I'm in there, like, I don't know, I probably would have ended up on that Jim Jones Island and been like, this lemonade ain't shit. <laughs> or something like I would have definitely been a dissenter because... I don't know, I I guess I just, I'm not really somebody that was meant to be in part of collectives. So then, um, what are other things I've been in? Like, the whole Twin Flame thing was in it, was all hardcore. And I start smelling around and, like, asking questions. And I'm like, the Twin Flame journey ain't shit. (laughs) Got into the pro-black um, movement type of thing. I am still. I consider myself to be pro black woman. But um, after a while, you start snooping around and asking questions, and then you start to figure out mm, this is not quite. Mm, the math ain't nothing. So the the latest venture has been, you know, pro female type of a thing I think I I still identify as feminist um but not at the I think within the last 72 hours not at the expense of being anti xy so with that being said I think what what got me is that it started to feel like church and I'm like why does this feel like church like this feels like church, this feels like I'm sitting in church, and y'all, I haven't been to church in, if I say, seven years, I have not been to church in seven years, um, to a church service, um, I was like, I just, I remember, I was just like, this feels like church, this feels like church. Why does this feel like church? And then it just hit me. And then that's when I decided to come on here. It's that whole, like, you're a wretch thing, right? Because when I tell you, and, and it's, it well, you know, when we talk about how black men, and again, I'm going to be so careful moving forward to not be like, quote unquote, like, bashing x at this point. What a transition, right? I'm like, listen, I'm going to just take people at face value for real, for real, because I'm going to kind of walk you through how it was kind of quick, quick, easy for me to just jump over some stuff real quick, because, um, oh, what was I saying? Like, with the whole, like, you're a wretch type of thing, when we talk about black men and how they, it can seem as if, Right. But I'm going to give them a little bit of latitude. I need to be accountable for myself. I don't know what it's like to be a black male. So I don't know and fully understand all of their experiences and everything that they've been through. And part of the reason I I think I was able to jump into that real quick is because if you're going to ask me to forgive other ethnicities of women who are calling me hyenas and... You know, other races were there. You know, but but let's not let's not play the victim, right? God forbid that Anne Frank would say that she was a victim of anything. But anywho, but when you think about like for black men, when when it comes to this whole idea of um, hating themselves, right? I I think that if you kind of dissect it a little bit, we live in a world where I'm just, I'm not trying to be a victim here. I'm just saying it's it's not appreciated, right? So our phenotypes are not appreciated. Our intellect is not appreciated. Um, and the contributions that we've made have not been appreciated. Are there some areas where we have flaws? You know, type of a thing it's like white people have rednecks and trailer trash and we have ghetto and ratchet right um but it's like i kind of understand it and where i am resistant is that i think that with black men it's kind of like the world will tell you you ain't shit you ain't good for nothing you're this you're that the third and i like even the frustrations that i feel I feel like it's so easy to succumb and just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Um, I'm not, I'm going to put a disclaimer thing on here. Cause I, I am using a little bit of language, but F it. I ain't shit. You know what? I am just a treacherous black woman. Um, you know, look, no good scum of the earth. I'm a menace to society. I'm not intelligent. I don't think that, da da. It, sometimes it really does feel like I can can get pulled into that because you were, you were at this point catching hell from every freaking side man every freaking side and like I said I already did my podcast stuff on Crimson Cure like I'm not with the shits I don't like it I'm not don't I you know and at the same time I felt bad for her and that's kind of the space I'm. I'm kind of resurfacing again too i at the end of the day i felt bad for crimson Cure because somebody got into her head when she was little and that's what happens when you start to accept people telling you that you ain't shit okay so where i'm resistant is and where i'm not going okay is if you're gonna tell me you know disparaging things about myself, right? I'm I'm not going. I'm not going to buy into that rhetoric. And I, at this point, I don't care if you are a white person, Indian person, Hispanic person, you know, I don't care what part of the world or religion you come from. I don't care if it's another black woman telling me I ain't shit. I'm not, I am not going. And I think it just ties into that whole, like you're a wretch, type of of a mentality, and I'm I'm just not with it. I wasn't I wasn't with it with the religion side of things, and I'm not with it with on this side of things about how people feel about about black women. I'm just not. I think the other part of it too that I'm resistant to is. And, you know, you're not going to talk to me like I'm dumb. Okay? I feel like there are intellectual, there are ways to talk to people. And and, and what, what kind of is, is disheartening? Because I will say this. Um... I've heard time and time again, but when I tell you I'm not that girl, I'm not that girl. Don't talk to me any kind of way. I don't like when people use a, um, aggressive tone with me either. I've been like that since I was a child, okay? It's completely unnecessary, especially given my personality. But I am one. I do not represent the collective, okay? But, um... Some people say that, oh, you have to yell at them to get them to snap out of their, you know, whatever their train of thought is, or you have to get aggressive with them and shake them up and get in their face. And I'm like, I'm at a point, especially, and this is one of the things I love about becoming, I guess, more mature with age and more confident in myself. I feel like The quicker I'm able to catch up with it. Like, if you try to bully me. No. I think back in the days. um, And this is like a huge turning point for me. It's like I would be there and I would try to be, you know, sit through it and be the bigger person in the sense of like, tread lightly, wait until you're done. No. As soon as you start to feel like you can you know, feel like you can step on me or bully me or be mean to me or try to use a nasty tone with me, I will get up and I will fucking leave. Okay? I'm just... I think that if I were to implant something into my, you know, spiritual DNA to remember something... In the next lifetime, if I were to choose to come back, I would feel like I would try to remind myself at a much earlier age that you don't have to have put yourself or allow yourself to stay in situations where people have that tone with you or like with me. You know, um and listen there you can find other people for that but as for me myself i'm good you know and part of the reason i even feel like i can double down on this and go 10 toes down on this i i love listening to audiobooks right and if i can listen to an audiobook and extract the information and Understand the lessons that they have to say, right? And assimilate the information. Why would I open myself up to people kind of taking me back to church where it's kind of like just talking down? And even when I think about um, some of the best teachers I had... I mean, all through elementary school and and, um, and college and stuff like that. Even though they did have this black girl dressed as a pilgrim. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will never, ever forget that, y'all. When I think about it, and my parents didn't know no better. They had me dressed as a pilgrim with all the other little white kids. That shit is wild, yo. But, um... Um, when I think about the teachers like they understand that they know more than you I'm trying to think like maybe maybe if I you know because this is an ongoing thought process to a certain degree I feel like I've kind of met the end of the road I think that um, but I wanted to say when I think about the teachers like They understood that you are a second grader going to third grade. And so you're, you know, even though they go over the same content over and over and over for years, they're not treating you like you're dumb because you don't understand it. They understand that you've gone from the second grade to the third grade and you need to learn third grade things. So they're trying to put you up on game and trying to bring you up to speed to what everyone else. But it's not like you're a dumb third grader. Uh, Yeah, I'm a dumb third grader because I've never been in the third grade. And guess what? When I get to the fourth grade, I'm gonna be a dumb fourth grader, you know? And even when I think about, like I mentioned I'm, I'm back in the um insurance aspect of thing. And one of the things I wanna keep in the back of my mind, if and when I start to build my team or when I'm working with people, Um, it was really cool because tonight, Um, They introduced um, the first black um, millionaire from our group that was um, non-immigrant. And so it's a black woman. I think her husband's Caucasian or something. Um, I couldn't tell, but um, for sure she's she's the um, first black non-immigrant to get one million. And she's going to probably surpass that, I think, by July. Um, but, and I really liked her story too, because she feels the same way I do in the black community, like for you to be able to help people, you have to, you have to prove it first before they trust you. Like we really don't trust each other in the community. So she's moving forward, understanding that, okay, like now that I'm visible, she was sharing her story it's like now people will will like join her and like her family and and stuff like that but your family your community is not they're not gonna be supporting you they're not gonna be you know rooting for you or anything like that but um um one of the things is like when you when you figure out how long did it take for her to get there It took her five years and sometimes it's a little bit weird too because I'm coming in and they're like, hurry up, get your license, hurry up, get this, hurry up, get to SMD. My upline, still not SMD and I I haven't had a chance to really sit down and chat with her but um, to see what's going on because I'm like so rooting for her. If anybody deserves to be, you know, senior marketing uh, director, her heart is so golden she is so freaking good at what she does um and she is also dually um gifted um in another sector that's complementary to the insurance sector so but it's like you you want to browbeat me into accomplishing something that took you five years if if you give me a timeline of five years, four years, three years, and you allow me to marinate in the information and grow with the information and develop myself and my business, that's reasonable. But this whole, oh, you can hit SMD in 30 days, bruh. Mm-mm. And so I think when you start to understand how the landscape is around you, you know, I think that even when I think about how I would want to pass on information to people, it's like I would want to make sure like, okay, measure where they're at and then build a solid foundation and then go to the next level. But not from a a point where it's condescending or I'm like a like a wretch. I just I can't. I can't go back to I think that even I remember one of the sometimes like my parents they'll be playing the um the sermons when I'm over at their place and it really kind of gets me on edge a little bit like I can't even they they think I'm being funny but I'm not like um it's just like <laughs> and it gets me so edgy i i um i would just go in check on them for a little bit like literally literally three minutes 90 seconds and it's just you hear the yelling and the and i cannot stay in that environment it just it just does something to my psyche you know um and then sometimes like I remember I would just kind of like stand there and try to humor myself to kind of figure out what it is about the language that they're using and it's like yeah no Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not to be spoken down to you know um another interesting topic that's going on on this side that kind of um interweaves into this one is yeah so there have been talks like Last week we were talking about communication. Got a little spicy towards the end of the week it turned into sexual communication. <laughs> but this week I feel like the two words that are, I am I'm dealing with are what does accountability mean and coachability? And um I did like y'all I'm not even playing you so I um I I looked at the definition of accountability. And my understanding of accountability before was to be kind of like, me focus on myself. But if I say I'm going to just focus on myself, my fitness, my well being, my finances, my family, my community, now I'm being selfish. Now I'm being inward. It's like, you just can't win. But and so it's like, well, I'm not Looking to see what other people are doing, or, you know, I'm focusing on me. Then it turns into this, like, oh, you're selfish and you don't care about what other people are doing. Well, it's not that I don't care. It's like if if I know that I have to get up and work out and eat healthy and work on my finances and get myself out of some pickles, then, you know. But, but, and so this is how we get into these whole debacles, because if, if I go and say, oh, look, my neighbor's grass is not cut, it's like, listen, you have your own lawn, so I'm over here working on my lawn, mowing the lawn, you know, cutting the roses, picking the fruit from the fruit trees and whatnot, and then now, oh, you're selfish, why are you why are you so self-absorbed? You're not worried about what's happening in your community. Your whole community's like dilapidated. That neighbor ain't done their grass. Their gardener ain't come yet. They don't trim their bushes. They haven't painted the little um, the the, the um, home address on the side of the like. You, I'm, I'm telling you, there's no winning. There is no winning. I think that you have to get to the point where you deal with the ma- banter. That goes on. I was talking to um, this lady. I don't remember where she's from. I know she has family from um, Sweden. I don't know if it's Finland. But for sure it's Sweden. Is it not Norway? Polish? I think it's a Polish. So, and... You know, her advice I really like listening to her every time I talk to her she's always giving me she's actually the one that got me hooked on the um aloha protein bars um and the protein um the the powder because she actually gave me a bar and I went and bought the the powder and it works really well with my stomach, it it doesn't get upset or anything, it's one of the best protein powders I've ever purchased, and, um, you know, she was just talking about, she's like, you know what, we're going through a lot right now, but you have to learn how to, like, alchemize yourself, how to, like, Bring yourself down to balance. She's like, you're always going to be getting hit from different directions. And, you know, really getting a lot of anxiety from the news. But you have to learn how to bring yourself back to normal. Neutralize the noise. And I feel like it can be a little bit difficult, you know. And so if if you're going to say, well, I don't get to cry any tears about how difficult it can be then this is how i ended up saying that okay like y'all y'all can hate me for it whatever um but that leads me to the conclusion to say well then i can't be mad at X, Y's, and i can't be mad at other cultures too because if i'm gonna if i can't bitch and moan about all of the You know, everything that comes with being a victim of being duly discriminated against and I can't, then if you're going to say you can't point the finger at the other person, then where does that leave men, right? Is this this how we're going to play it? Is this how we're going to do? Um, so I, I, I actually feel like this could be one of my last podcasts on that. I'm, I'm no longer going to be addressing that. I think there's one content creator that, um, I will continue to follow that, um, I just like her style. I'm going to keep following her but all the other stuff that kind of fall into that category like the same way I had to go through and, and clear out my um. Twin Flame stuff I'm just going to start trimming up the uh, the bushes and the edges on that a little bit and it. if I'm honest it does kind of feel a little bit like I could just be free and just no 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 I have a couple content creators like I know I, I have my favorites that I've mentioned on here um Type of a thing, but I'm not, um, if, if I'm gonna be, if you're asking me to not be be pro-black, then don't, you know, I can understand if you don't want me to be pro-black, but I cannot... In good conscience, be with anything that's anti black if that makes sense, or anti black woman if that makes sense, because, like I said, when it comes to black men, I feel like that's how you end up in situations where it looks really bad when you end up with a um you know like let's say it's an interracial thing where Society is always telling us black people are just, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so you soak that up. You identify with it. And then now you're with that part of society where they believe that you have a child with that person. And then now that child is going through that type of stuff. That's where I draw the line. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be against myself. I... I don't... I'm not with the anti-black woman thing. I'm not. I feel like... Sometimes it feels like the way things are right now. It's like, oh, let's be pro-woman, but anti-black. So that doesn't work for me because I am a black woman if that makes sense so I, if you think I'm gonna be out here hating myself then it's just not for me but you know what but you know what but you know what what if that's okay you guys what if that's really all entirely okay because let me tell you how this works out and how it worked out with everything else We are not tied down to anything. No one's putting a gun to anybody's head. You have free will. And at the end of the day, are there things that I can extract from, you know, there's things I learned from my religion. There's things I learned from being pro-black. There's things I've learned from like the twin flame journey. There have been things I've learned from like learning about the difference between men and women, right? Um, that's another thing I like about my personality. So I may not necessarily agree with everything, but I can definitely use, you know, I, I definitely know how to take the meat and spit out the bones. Right. So to me, it's just, here's the thing, since we're talking about taking the meat, spitting out the bones. You, you know. And I've talked about how the Virgo part of me, right? It is is associated with the gut of the body, right? Each of the zodiac signs represent a different part of the the body. So we take stuff, we take what you feed us and we say, this is good. Let's send it to the eyes. Let's send it to the ears, let's send it to the liver, let's send it to the heart, let's send it to the lungs, and the rest is shit, and then you flush it out, and I say all of that to say, like, take what's good, and then by the time you take a shit, like, it's flushed down the toilet, by the time you've washed your hands, dried your hands off, and left, you're not even thinking about it, so I say all of that to say, this might shock some people, You know, and we will all go our separate ways. And in a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, it's not even going to, we're going to be on to something else different, you know, I think it's going to be funny because at this point in life, I kind of understand my personality a little bit more. So I do have a proclivity to attach to movements And, but this time around, I think I'm just going to be kind of like, eh, it's probably the same thing. I probably say the same thing about it, you know, that's, let me listen. And then sure enough, I'm going to find stuff that I don't like about it or that don't make entire sense to me. You know, if I have questions and I... I'm analyzing it from a different perspective, then it's like, okay, it's time for me to cut ties and keep it pushing. It served a purpose for this time in my life. And then I guess I'm kind of like a movement butterfly, like a movement social butterfly. You know how you have social butterflies that they can go and they can hang out with like the with the bikers and they can hang out with the preppy people and they can set up and hang out with the sci-fi people and the nerdy people and and that type of thing I guess that's how I am with movements so I'll just get into the next movement and I think that's helpful for me to kind of and then I'm going to get off of here because I'm not sleepy and I have to get up early but um I guess just be a little bit more cognizant too you know, about what that means, because, um, one, not get so deeply attached, you know, and then two, um, learn to balance out sooner what I'm seeing and hearing, and that will kind of keep me even keel, you know, versus like, oh, I love this so much, and then have a crash, towards and and it happens every time because I like I said I don't just listen I listen you know and um fortunately or unfortunately I can spot discrepancies so you know Let's just say like sometimes you should feel bad for my parents because I'll be sitting there like you said this, but this, this and this. But now granted, that being said, I never um pushed back on my parents. Never. Never, never, never or or I think even if I did, it was so young and it got course corrected that um yeah, no, it just you know, so I would think it in my head, but not with my, with my, you know, outspoken type of voice or anything like that, so, which I think that's still kind of like my MO, so I can, like I said, and and I don't want to be like that anymore, I think, like, and I, I don't see the need for me to really argue with people, because there's even a saying, too, like, you can't persuade anybody that, you know, out of their actions, so, you have to give them their right to stay in their lane and thankfully i can use my own brain to make my own decisions and um there's no point in me like trying to persuade someone or um convert someone or pers- persuade or influence someone, right? I feel like Those who resonate with me will resonate with me. And those who I'm supposed to resonate with, I will resonate with, with them. And like I said, sometimes it's, it's, you have, I think what was so important for me on, you know, eh, unfortunately, y'all, I might even, I think the way I feel like I might even forgive my exes, like as much shit as I talked about them, like this made me realize like, if I'm out here forgiving white people... (laughs) That I can definitely forgive the x y's and I can definitely forgive my my exes. and this' kind have been circular, but because yeah let's let's save that for another podcast if I feel like covering it, but um mm... I'm tired now, I'm sleepy, so yeah, I just. I'm not, you know, just give people the room to, to to do what they need to do. I can't persuade. I can't convert. I am not a, a recruiter or converter or, um, what is that thing when, when the church is trying to, like, indoctrinate you and stuff or, um, that type of thing. I'm not. Mm-mm. you know, I feel like to each their own and and so then it gets into this point where I don't have to waste my breath and argue with people but what I'm not going to do is sit there and let you talk down on me like that and if that's a huge step that I'm going to be moving towards, you know at my whole grown age is like yeah, no You're not gonna treat me, talk to me like I'm a child. I think that's part of it too. Like, you're not gonna talk to me like I'm a child and you're not gonna be yelling at me like a pastor. I'm not, I'm not with the shits. I want to say, that's like my phrase this week, y'all. My favorite phrase for this week is, I'm not with the shits. Like, I'll be like trying to order something and I'm like, I want this, this, that. I'm not with that. I'm not with the shit. It's, it's what it is. So I'll put a, a language thing. I, I've been using the colorful language lately. I do go through phases like this. This is actually pretty clean. I One of my best friends, when he and I get together, oh my gosh, we curse like sailors. Oh my word. Every word is MF in this, MF in that. And the way that we, oh my gosh, and then I will go through phases where, you know, I can probably like, once this is out of my system, I'll probably go for like three years, just like straight laced, no profanity, holier than thou, my shit don't stink, you know, pristine, you know, holier than thou, all of that kind of language and stuff so just bear with me if if you're here for me then you're here for me I understand the language can be a little bit you know can turn some people off I get it um and but I I I, I don't know I I know I have phases of this so um just I just use it when I want to use it and then when it's time for me to Get back to my, you know. Catholic good girl. Talk then I will, I will do it. But then I'll be like that way for like three to four years, I think. Like it's about every three years or so. So. um, Is there anything else I wanted to say? I feel like this kind of addresses everything. I think like the the themes that we're gonna be heading into. This week or me kind of addressing and figuring out what accountability means. Like I said, I, I looked up the definition and my thought was that it had to do with me focusing on on myself, albeit selfish. Okay. But um, you know, let me stop looking to see what other people are doing and just work on my health my finances um a look keep it just close-knit like my nuclear you know my niece my parents and 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 that's the best I can do which you know that really does kind of take a lot of a burden off sometimes too if you start to think about how many people you have on your on your back um I was going to do a podcast um there was a um I don't remember the name of the channel but we're not talking about channels. I think I kind of like the idea of not really mentioning channels, so I don't know. It I it kind of grew on me, so I'm not going to mention channels I think moving forward, but we'll see unless it's kind of like um like the twerk and sweat type of thing or it like that, but but then again, I don't know. I kind of do like the idea of not mentioning channels, but I remember the title said something along the lines of, um, or the sentiment between the thumbnail and, and what the title said was, um, kind of like, what is black women's role with making sure that black, the black people don't die out and... The future is going to be mulatto or, yeah, mulatto, basically. And I remember I looked at the thumbnail. I didn't even bother to click on it. And I was like, well, what if that's okay? What if we get to just say, you know what? Me as an individual, I cannot carry the burden of what the black community is going to look like because of my reproductive you know, my choices about my reproductive organs, right? Whether we want to or not, we're gonna, the world's gonna be way more mulatto or biracial or multiracial. And so, why carry that burden on you? What if you get to just live in your life? right and be happy, be healthy, be carefree because you choosing to have a you know have a quote unquote black husband so you or black baby father correction have a black baby daddy to birth another child, you know, black child and and then you start to figure out there was someone else who said, you know, When you start to think about it, a lot of the times we are birthing our own prey and predators, especially in the black community. If you're not giving birth to a predator, you're giving birth to prey, meaning that you're either going to birth someone who's going to harm and inflict pain on the community, or you're giving birth to someone who's going to be taken full advantage of. And what if, you know all you can do is just say you know what if I have children let me try to raise them the best I can and they have a free will right and if you don't have children then the best thing you can do is say you know what I chose this path to come here and walk amongst earth and like for me every time I go out there's people I meet every day that I know I make a positive difference in their life. I know this for a fact, right? All I got to do is just get up, go about my regular day, right? And that's my universal contract with right? That's my contract with the universe. And everything else I need is protected and provided for, right? And I've been blessed with a mind where I can kind of finagle my way out of things to to make sure that my finances are in order. Right. And. That's a good feeling, you know, sometimes I think about how much I used to burden and oppress myself with the idea of having to have a significant other and or having children and the toll that that would have taken on me, you know. And. It feels so good to know, like, wait a minute, I'm walking in my purpose. Sometimes I feel like we feel like we have to carry such a huge burden. Like, even when I think about one of the things we can extract from the twin flame journey, one of the concepts I love, love, love that I learned about twin flame journey is that each of us have a mission, which coincidentally you would think I would have learned that from the religion I grew up in. Um right but it's just something about the way that the um twin flame uh concept bundled the idea that we're supposed to be on a mission and you know maybe at some point partner with your divine masculine and come into mission together but i love the idea of a mission and then it's like what if sometimes it can feel so daunting but What if it really, what if I really was just meant to come and my mission was just as simple as going outside my door, going about my day, you know, and connecting with that cashier, connecting with the gas attendant, connecting with people in the store, connecting with people at the restaurant. Connecting with people at the park, connecting with people at, you know, at a concert. And just giving them just a little bit of a push, a little seed that will carry them to the next, through to the next day, through to the next, little by little, right? And sometimes I feel like, yeah, some people, when when you even start to understand like the difference of like for human design I still have to kind of get into that um after I pass this exam y'all I need to I need to take the state exam there are people who are dependent on me and and so my passive income lifestyle is kind of getting tossed out the window but I got a chance to heal myself and come out of my depression but um When I started to understand how human design works, that's why I feel like I'm becoming even more confident about who I am. And I don't want to be anti-black woman. Because when you start to understand things like um, the difference between manifestors, generators, and projectors, sometimes it can feel... um, daunting I think is a generator I am a generator I'm a generator through and through I'm not a manifesting generator um but it's like we amplify we're like the workhorses for the projectors and the manifesting generators right oh and I think manifestors is the other one and I keep forgetting the fifth one I there's another one but um and so sometimes what can happen is um, generators can feel like, oh, I'm supposed to be a projector. And it's like, no, you were DNA coded to be a, a generator. Now, mind you, does that mean that you can't convert yourself into projector? Yes. But I think that sometimes what happens is we feel like... um Everybody has to be a leader. Everybody has to be in the spotlight. Everybody has to be like you know out out front and it's like, listen, if you're a leader um, you it, it it's interesting too because I'm actually remembering one of my teachers um at the doctorate level. And it was a, such an interesting concept. It was talking about, we read about leadership. And so you do have concepts where people will say like, well, you're trying to create other leaders. Um, sometimes the problem is if everybody's leading, nobody's following. I mean, if that's a dynamic that you want, then, you know, and you kind of do need the balance between the two. But I say that to say it's kind of like, some of us were meant to be the workhorse of the muscle for other people's stuff. And so if once you start to introduce too many cooks in the kitchen, basically, you know, you kind of have to understand that whole dynamic. So I say all that to say, like, I've always, I think... Some of the best times I've I've had growth spurs is that I understand I'm really good behind the scenes. Right? Um, and I'm not saying that me being happy, living a passive income lifestyle where I go out and I have little moments, special moments throughout the day. Sometimes it's one person, sometimes it's more. Right? But if you multiply that, that's 365 people that I've impacted, right, per year, right? Um, I don't want to send a message of you being compliant or like, you know, not stepping into your purpose. Some of you were meant to shine. Some of you were meant to be out there in the forefront. Some of you were meant to be, you know leading the masses, okay, so, are totally my thoughts, y'all, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be, tomorrow's Tuesday, it's going to be wonky, yeah, I had my, um, group meeting where we had, we were going over our financial stuff, my trading group, and then, um, had the insurance group meeting, And then, um, I need to study for my exam tomorrow. And tomorrow, Tuesday, I feel like I have something else. Yeah, it's kind of, I have to get back into a schedule and I kind of low-key don't want to, but, um. (laughs) <laughs> um all right let me get off of here because what we're not going to do is have me fall asleep on here oh all right y'all i think i said everything i wanted to say i do this at the end of every podcast yeah I've said everything I wanted to say. I think what I'm trying to figure out is if I'm gonna need a follow up which I feel like at this point. no, I feel like I'm good. I feel like um I'm not fighting anybody i i I said I was gonna try it and see how I felt about it and I f- think I feel comfortable with that i'm not i'm I'm gonna hang up that that um that cape or that cross or those boots and it sets me free. To move on into other areas of life. I'm going to pay attention to what I gravitate to in the future. And um, kind of just temper myself a little bit better. And um. yeah, it was good while it lasted. So until the next one, y'all. I think, yeah, what made me come on here was the whole I'm not. I get it. I think so. Moving forward, the next words are coachability and accountability. Let's see what the downloads are for that. I might pull an oracle or two if, if I remember under half time. And I really want to that's going to be in the back of my mind while I'm working on stuff. But um what what does that mean to me now in 2023 at my for me? Um but all the other stuff, yeah, we're I'm done. I am done, children. All right. Until the next one. It is 11.03, which is what? Like 10 o'clock. But the thing is, I woke up an hour earlier today. And then I have to wake up at... I could probably still wake up at 7 tomorrow. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Because I think I could technically kind of still sleep in. I don't know. Y'all don't need me hearing all of that. Okay, I'm officially (laughs) done. Until the next podcast, bye.